Welcome to the Streamline Performance Podcast, where our mission is to provide you, the everyday athlete, with the knowledge, insight, and tools to stay active, improve performance, and avoid injury along the way. We believe that an active life is a life worth living, and if you're here, you likely do too. If you're ready to learn from the best doctors, coaches, athletes, and other leading experts in the ever-changing world of health and wellness, you're in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Streamline Performance Physical Therapy Podcast. Ryan Spencer here, and I'm going to give you another podcast, 10 minutes or less, on uh, my recent reading of books and research to give you some nuggets of what I've taken away from some aspects of my reading. So this week, I'm going to go over a couple of research articles that I found through this book called You Are the Placebo by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Actually, a very fascinating read. Kind of goes into the power of the mind and mindset um, and what is the placebo effect. And uh, what I really got some benefit out of reading this book was uh, they included a lot of research that backed up some of the studies and the claims that he was making because some of the stuff you read, some of the stories sounds you know crazy or like miracles. Um, but the cool thing is when you have science to back that up. Um, and they actually have a cool quote in that book that I took away from um, that says, anything that is repeatable is science. And I like that because especially in physical therapy, you know, you got a lot of people honed in on a certain treatment and, you know, they try to uh, debate and say that your treatment's wrong if you don't back it up by the research completely. And there's some practitioners that are all about research. There's others that don't pay any attention to research. Um, and I think, you know, one of my mentors always told me, don't be evidence-based, be evidence-informed. Um, and I think that's really important because it's hard to, you know, control studies on certain things, especially when it comes to health and wellness, because um, there's a lot of variables you can't control. So a um, lot, little bit of a rant there, but, uh, you know, I like to say, I like that quote that anything repeatable is science, because, you know, there's some things that I've learned just from treating people that, you know, I found a lot of positive effects from. Um, so I continue to do that. Um, anyways, let's get back to what I want to talk mainly about today, and that's positive mindset during rehab. So if you know me, I'm pretty much the eternal optimist. I'm always positive, always trying to take the glass half full approach. Um, you know, it's not easy some days, but I always try to live glass half full because I try to control what I can. And I think that mindset is very important, especially when you're dealing with an injury, because anyone that has had an injury or been in pain knows it sucks. And it's hard to be in a good mood when you're in pain. And it's hard to, you know, stay optimistic when you're having setbacks or you've been dealing with something for so long. Um, but positive mindset is so important. And, you know, if you believe it and you truly work towards it, then you have a way better chance of achieving it than if you don't believe in it. So, you know, there's a quote that I got from this book that says, whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. And that's from Henry Ford. And I think that speaks volumes because, you know, that's just the power of the mind. If you are truly a believer in what you're going to achieve, then like I said, you got a higher chance to achieve it because uh, with the placebo effect, that's part of it. It's, um, you know, there's three key elements to the placebo effect and it's conditioning, expectation, and meaning. So conditioning is you're associating a past memory with physiological change. For example, your whole life, your mom has told you to take Advil for a headache. So you know that, hey, when I have a headache, I'm going to take an Advil and you have a positive expectation that it's going to do something. Um, leading to the number two point element of a placebo effect is expectation. You have reason to anticipate a different outcome based on the future. This is like, say you go to the doctor and they tell you, hey, I have a new medication for you, just came out, it's gonna really help with your headaches more than Advil. So you have an expectation that a new medication is gonna help you. 
Um, and then meaning is the third component of a placebo effect. The more you believe in a, that a particular substance, procedure, or surgery will work because you've been educated about its benefits, the better your chances of responding to the thought of improving your health and getting better. So that was a direct quote from the book. And I just wanted to go over those three elements to the placebo effect because I think it's important to understand how how much your mindset and belief goes into not just you know healing quicker or having a medication work. Um, there was actually a recent study that showed that for acute neck and back pain, I mean, this just came out a couple months ago, they found that there's no difference between a placebo effect and a muscle, uh, an opioid for acute neck and back pain. So say you tweak your neck, you slept wrong, you get a doctor, you get muscle relaxer or some sort of opioid. There was actually found to be no significant difference between that and a placebo effect because you expect when you're in a lot of pain and you get medication from a doctor, you're fully expecting it to help. So power of the mind and your expectations matter a lot for, for rehab. And some of the, the research that explained in this book shows the power of the mind was pretty fascinating because they had multiple studies that went over mental rehearsal, um, meaning people that would even just think about strengthening a per certain body part compared to people that actually did the exercise physically. And there's some similar results. For example, there's one study that had people think about engaging their pinky finger and working their their grip and their pinky strength and one group literally just thought about it the other group did the exercise and both groups actually show an improvement in strength pretty cool um there's another study in 2001 that showed mental training improved bicep strength as well and they actually maintained that strength for three months after just from them um same kind of thing they would just look at their bicep and say i'm squeezing my bicep i'm squeezing my bicep i'm gonna strengthen my bicep and just the repeated mental thought to their bicep actually led to improvement in strength and there is science behind that because if you keep placing your awareness in the same area of your body you are firing the same network of neurons um, and that network of neurons will begin to build a stronger brain map in that area. So you can have physical changes in the brain sensory map if you continue to stimulate that area with thoughts and there's science to back that up. So that's why when you work out, you should work out with intention. Think about every rep you do. And this is important in the early stages of rehab, especially when you're in pain, because if you're, say, you're not able to do a lot of exercise and you're only limited to a few basic boring exercises, when you're squeezing that muscle and you're doing these basic exercises, put all your thought to it. Think about, hey, I'm squeezing this muscle, getting you stronger. You will be stronger. We're engaging. And if you just put all your extra thought to it, every rep and do it with intention, you're going to get stronger quicker than if you just are sitting there, you know, um, dozing off or you're, you're looking date at the window daydreaming about the day you're going to be healthy, you know, put your intention towards every single rep, not just for rehab, but exercise in general, that's uh, important and shows that it will improve your, your strength and you'll get better quicker. Another study that I've been mentioning patients that I learned from this book, um, that is pretty fascinating. It was a study from 2005 and they had people make an incision on their hand and they had couple groups. Uh, one was a group that reported no stress at all. The other group was a group that had a lot of stressors in their life. And when they, they measured the healing times of the incision on both these groups and the, the group of stress patients took 40% longer to heal. So just think about that for a second. The group that had a lot of stressors in their life and were letting stress get to them, took them 40% longer to heal. That's a pretty significant difference in healing time. So if you have surgery and you're stressed and you're depressed and you're anxious and you're in that negative mindset all the time, your incision is going to take longer to heal. Your rehab will take longer if you're not positive. And again, this is all easier said than done. It's very hard to maintain a positive mindset all the time. You know, 
very few of us can actually do it. And people that say they're always positive probably are lying to some extent. You know, I have my bad days too, but it's important to just kind of flip that switch when you're, you know, getting, you're starting to let those negative thoughts trickle in and you're thinking about, you know, that, oh, this is miserable. I'm never going to get better. It's never going to heal. Don't even let those, don't even entertain those thoughts. Don't let those, you know, take space in your mind. Try when it, be aware of when you're talking negatively, negatively to yourself. Um, and that's just, you know, a general concept for life too, not just rehab, right? You know, think about how you're talking to yourself. You know, I was reading another book, Outlived by Peter Tia, which I'm sure I'll do a podcast on eventually. You, you went into the mental side of things with general health. And he was saying one thing that stuck out to me was, you know, he recorded himself and he was talking negatively about himself and he would listen to those recordings and realize how mean he was being to himself. And when you hear that, you know, it's different when it's a voice in your head, but if you actually record that and you hear how you're talking to yourself, think about would you talk like that to a friend or a family member? And chances are you would never do that. So treat yourself better. Try to fight out those negative thoughts. Try to be positive because the few examples I gave you in this short podcast um, show that, you know, stress and depression, negative mindset will lead to longer healing times. And you've seen the opposite that just thinking about a muscle can get it stronger if you put enough thought to it. So when you combine the hard physical work with the strong mental fortitude, you're going to get better results. So no matter what you're going through, no matter what injury you have, you know, there's always the light at the end of the tunnel, try to be positive, try to have that positive mindset, put intention with every rep, every, every strength exercise you do, you know, and you will get through it. Look at all these elite athletes that, you know, tear things and go back to playing hundred percent, sometimes even better than before. So stay positive guys, try to control what you can. Don't let those negative thoughts enter your mind. Always switch it with a positive thing. Talk nicely to yourself. And I hope you all have a great rest of your day. Stay moving, stay healthy, stay active.